I got my miracle. 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 This is the place for miracles. I've been saying it and saying it and saying it. And I want to say it again. God wants you to have a better life. And that includes healing in every area of your life, from your head to your feet. That includes spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, family, business, job, ministry, marriage, every area of your life. You say, well, I just don't know if God wants me well or not. Well, let me just settle the issue for you. Jesus came to a leper one day, and the leper said to him, you can heal me if you want to. Well, he didn't have any problem with the ability of Jesus to heal. He wondered if it was his, if it was his will. If you want to heal me, you can. And Jesus said, I, I will, and he healed him. Yes, it's God's will for you to be well and to be healed. So if you're thinking, well, he might heal someone else, but, but he plays favorites, he won't heal me. That's not true because he is no respecter of persons. God wants you to have a better life. And of course, that's what this ministry is all about, helping to get that something good, better life into you. Let me give you five reasons, five reasons why God wants to heal you. Now, you might want to get your, uh, your smartphone, uh, your tablet out, or a pencil and paper and write uh, some of these things down. Five reasons for God to heal you. Number one, God loves you as much as He loves anybody. <laughs> he loved Moses. In fact, He caused Moses' face to shine like the sun. He loved David. In fact, He called David a man after His own heart. He loved Elijah and allowed him to call fire down from heaven. He loved Peter who said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied, Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father in heaven has revealed this unto you. And upon this rock of revelation, Peter, the fact that you know who I am, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He loved those men. Well, he's no respecter of persons. If he loved them, he loves you. If he loves them and loves you, he loves me. He loves you. He loves you. Second, God has compassion. He has compassion for your hurts. Now, I often tell people, compassion, and by the way, someone who has had tremendous pain on the right lower side of your back, God is healing you right now. In fact, there's several of you. And uh, there are those you're going to find that as you move, your back is being healed. And I wish you'd call us at the Abundant Life Prayer Group and let me know what God is doing. On the right side of someone's back, let me know who you are. The number to call is 918-495-7777. God has compassion for your hurts. And as I was saying, compassion is different than sympathy. You know, thank God for sympathy, but sympathy basically says, I I'm so sorry. I wish there was something that I could do. Compassion, however, is an irresistible urge to reach out and take hold of the problem and pull it out. That's what I feel every time I come on this program. That's what I feel when I walk onto a platform to preach and to pray for the sick. I feel the compassion of God in order to see people well in every area of their lives. And God has compassion. Matthew 14, 14 says that Jesus went forth. He saw a great multitude of people. He was moved with compassion toward them and he healed their sick. Jesus has compassion for your hurts. The third reason is Jesus took upon himself your sickness and your disease. Isaiah 53.5 says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes 
we were healed. He took stripes on his back, 39 stripes. And medical science today that sickness and disease can be put into 39 different categories. And I think that's amazing. Uh, medical science is literally confirming the word of God. He took 39 stripes, one stripe for every category of sickness and disease. So therefore, whatever is attacking you, Jesus took a stripe for it. And we were healed then. Now by faith, we must receive that healing. So not only uh, does, he, does He love you, not only does He care about you, not only does He has comp have compassion for you, but He took on your sicknesses and your diseases. And then number four, because He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means that what He did, He's still doing. Now there are people who believe that miracles died out when the apostles died out. And they say, well, I, I love to read the Bible and read the miracles with Jesus, but He just doesn't do that anymore. Well. Tell that little Emily Dia in Alabama. I was just writing a testimony of hers the other day. She's now, I guess, in her early 20s, but when she was nine years old, she was watching our program one night. She'd been born with feet that were curved in, and she could hardly run and play with her brothers and other children. Her feet were so badly turned in. And she and her family were watching our program, and Lindsay and I were, were serving communion on the program that day. And afterwards, we began to pray a healing prayer. And then God gave me the word, I shall make the crooked places straight. And I gave a word of knowledge about feet, uh, bones being straightened out. And she sat in her living room. She and her family watched as her feet turned straight so that she could walk perfectly normally. They called us. We got them on the phone on our program. They shared the testimony of the healing and that now these years have passed. Recently we checked on her. She's in her early 20s now, still healed by the power of God. You've come too late to tell me that God doesn't heal anymore or that, that they just don't have to have miracles anymore. God is the same. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what He did, He's still doing. If He can heal a woman with an issue of blood, then He can heal you. If he can heal a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, then he can heal you. If he can heal the military aide of the Roman centurion who said, my aide needs healing, and Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. He said, no, you don't have to come. You just send the word and my aide will be healed. And he was. If he can do that, if he can heal Peter's mother-in-law who was sick with a fever, then he can heal you. It's his will, and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he did in Bible days, he's doing these days. And number five, God has given you the faith to believe for your healing. The Bible says in Romans 12, 3, God has given to every man, every woman, the measure of faith. You don't have to go and get more faith. You've got all the faith you need. You just need to release it and to believe God for a mighty miracle. When you were born, God put faith inside you. You wouldn't sit in a chair. You wouldn't get behind the wheel of your car. You wouldn't get on a bus. You wouldn't get on an airplane. You wouldn't go across town if you didn't have faith that you could get there. You use your faith every day. You cannot get saved without faith. For by, uh, by, faith are you, by, by grace are you saved through faith. Your faith you use every day of your life. And when you take that faith and you harness it and you release it to God, you can believe for His miracle touch. You have the faith. And you have just as much faith as I do and I have just as much faith as you do. You have just as much faith as Moses or Elijah or David or Daniel or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego or Ezekiel or anybody in the Word of God. You have the faith to believe. God put it in you. It's God's will for you to be well. 
He wants you to be healed in every area of your life. And those five reasons are very important to you because He wants you to have a better life. And that means healing from the crown of your head even under the soles of your feet. So I set my faith with you right now, even as I close this message. I set my faith with you for healing. There is no distance in prayer. God's right here where I am today. He's right there where you are. He's on the job. He's never, he's never failed, and He's not about to fail. And so I set my faith with you right now, and I stretch out my hand towards you, and I suggest that you stretch your hand out toward me so that you and I can become a healing team together. In the name of Jesus, I send the Word of God to you. The Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 20, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. I send the healing Word of God to you in Jesus' mighty name. I rebuke this sickness, this disease, whatever has come trying to rack your body with pain, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, and I pray for you to be healed right now from the crown of your head even unto the soles of your feet. I send the Word to you, and I believe God. I take authority over every sickness, every disease, over anything and everything that's unlike God that has tried to attach itself to you. I curse it, I bind it, I rebuke it now. Come out in the name of Jesus. And I am not coming out of this prayer of agreement. Now, listen to me. I'm not coming out of this prayer of agreement. I'm standing in faith with you until this miracle comes. It may come today, it may come tomorrow, it may come next week. I'm not in charge of that agenda. My job is to pray and to believe God with you. And I'm not coming out of this agreement of prayer until that healing is manifested in your life. Thank you for listening to the Place for Miracles podcast. If you'd like to receive prayer, call our Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or go to oralroberts.com prayer. Our website also features uplifting articles, online Bible classes, and books such as Your Road to a Better Life by Richard Roberts. It's a 91-day journey to help bring God's miracles into your life. It's about living the better life that we all want, a closer relationship with Jesus, experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit, and getting your needs met in every area. Go online to oralroberts.com to request a copy for your best seed faith gift.